Yo, yo, check this out. This Previously heard. Previously heard. Good Hope FM. Let's go. Daniela Pisa in for KEZ. This is The Great Drive. And the team and I have a conundrum that we're finding ourselves in. I don't have any kids of my own. I have lots of cousins and family members who have kids. And I've had lots of conversations about parenting. But I think the biggest fear for me is about what's to come after parents. Big question. Morgan Newman, you have a kid. I do indeed. How old is this kid? She is three years old. She is three years old. And then I've got another one that's eight. Doesn't belong to me, but I play the fatherly role right and does this kid of yours know anything about the birds and the bees I don't actually know to be honest mm-hmm. um, at a three year old probably not um, she just we're she looks at it and she's like doesn't know what that is what do you mean she looks at it oh, well we're I mean I walk around the house naked oh oh, oh about the private parts yeah okay, she'll look see. at my private parts and she's like doesn't know what it is yes and has, or, has she asked she's never asked no um, and have you ever had a conversation about it, or have you ever? If it, has it ever come up? Has she walked in on anything and had to have a conversation thereafter? No, she's never. We've never. Uh, she, she's never walked in on it. She's never. I mean, but she sees me in the shower, for example, mm. and she's. It's foreign to her because what daddy yes, has and what mommy has are two different very different things. things. And I've had this conversation with my partner about well, how do we exp- yeah, at what point? Start? Yeah, and at what point? At what age is it? Do you bring it up? We actually of the mind that we'll just never bring it up until she does yeah do, do you have siblings or friends or family members who have had this conversation yet or that you've been part of no I haven't been part of any of these conversations I've got some younger cousins and to be honest with you I don't know how their mm. parents approach this mm. at all I've only ever had theoretical conversations about it being like okay open conversation we want to have open dialogue with our children we want them to have a relationship with us we want them to make sure they talk to us about these things yeah. but there's so much that they exposed to that we're not and I know from my personal experience my parents were certainly not the people I was talking to this about there were websites at that time what you call it those like weird websites you go find friends are talking about it at school oh. Okay. They were saying they were having sex at school, even though they probably weren't. And so you asked questions about it then. It really wasn't my parents who I was having the chat with. So I don't think I ever actually got the birds and the bees chat. Oh, no. My mother made sure I got it. I she, don't like- she sat down each of her kids and had that conversation with them. It was excruciating. <laughs> really? I also, was just I was just um, squirming in my chair. Oh. I mean, also, like, as a male, I don't think, you know, I know as much as my partner will know. From how to handle it from a young age. Yeah, exactly. Well, I listened to a podcast uh, not too long ago called The Great Equalizer, and they had uh, a huge conversation. I, I absolutely really, really do admire these two ladies, Sam and Charlene. They, in fact, join us on the line now to chat to us more about their experience and expertise in this particular topic. So, Sam, let's start with you. Welcome to Good Up FM. How are you? Hi guys, I'm doing well, doing well, all good. That's it's good. Almost bath and bed time and it's a parenting world, it's that's crazy hour. Yep, I'm yep. Glad to have a reprise here. Yeah? <laughs> I'm sure. <laughs> we'll keep it quick because we know how chaotic that can be. <laughs> and Charlene, good to have you with us as well. How's it? Yes. I'm so chuffed to be talking to you guys. Yes. Thanks for having us. It's man. so weird. We're so backward compared to your lives. You guys are podcast, new age, digital, and we're like radio. <laughs> Same thing, but just in different platforms. So the two of you have obviously collaborated on the great equalizer. It's an unfiltered, honest, and often irreverent account of life parenting in modern-day South Africa. And I was so in awe of the conversation you guys are having about the birds and the bees. So, Mm. let's start with you, Sam. The quick Mm. question people are asking is, how young is too young to start having this chat with your kids? Look, I think one of your team mentioned having this talk, and I think Shalina and I both agree that we don't, with our kids, we don't want to have a talk. 
it needs to happen from from birth. You know, I've got I've got a 11 month old and I've got a four year old, and my 11 month old we're already incorporating uh, sexuality education with him, and that's not to say this is how babies are made. This is why we reproduce. It's all about, oh, hey, you know, this is consent. This is your body. These are the correct, anatomically correct body parts. This is what we call them. If you're uncomfortable when I touch you this way or that way, I, I teach him how to how to communicate that. And that, for me, is incorporating the birds and the bees mm. from birth. So it's, it's not a, it's part so of our discussion. It's not actually about here's how the function of sex works. It's more of a conversation about talking about things like the body parts, their official names for them, respect for oneself, understanding yeah how the body works. All of those things could be had at any point in life, I suppose. Because like uh, Morgan was saying, you said you've you, you, your daughter's seen you walk around the house naked. She's seen your body parts. Have you ever told her what it's called? Does she know what it's called? No, we've never actually ever addressed what it's called or what my partners and what prevents you from doing so I don't know I think um, to a large degree my mind is of the, the fact that there's call it naivety or the, the, the not knowing is okay at the age of three years old I, I don't see a reason to share what it is right now I mean you know she calls a lion an elephant and that's also okay just grow up and be young and innocent you know, there's obviously a different view to it. I mean they've reached to their own you know yeah I'm not a completely crazy person who understands telepathy but I'm pretty sure Charlene is grinning uh, in the background there <laughs> and she's going you like you this- have telepathy yeah, I'm, I'm telling you from ear to yeah. ear here just waiting to chip in go ahead <laughs> tell me what, what do you think about that is it, is it okay to just leave it in the naivete at this stage in life well, you know what? I, I think you know your child, and I, that's, that's certainly my approach and my, my, my husband's approach. You know your child, and you know when uh, to take a teaching moment and when not to. Um, just to, to comment on the why you haven't mentioned what your body parts are called to your three-year-old, it's awkward. We, are, we feel that it's awkward because we know the full extent of what these body parts are used for. But if we if we just rein it in a bit and in simple terms if if my daughter points and she's like, What is that? It's a penis. Why does daddy have a oh sorry, I, I mean I I'm I'm just using terminology, yeah, I don't even know if that's it's okay. biological, it's radio. okay in context. <laughs> so <laughs> you point to the genitalia and you call it what it is. It's awkward, but if our children pick up an awkwardness from us they will feel inhibited in future. And while they're three, they might not pick up on that. But as they get older, they're going to ask more questions. I've got my six-year-old. To him, seeing animals mate, for example, is a completely natural thing. He doesn't think twice to quietly whisper in my ear and say, Mommy, are those two, are those animals mating? He asks. He ran inside the other day and said, Hey, Mom, I saw two lizards mating. It was the coolest thing. And so, because in our household, we try and not show them when we feel awkward. I mean, it's, it's an awkward conversation yeah, yeah. because it's private. But if you can allow yourself to limit it into bite-sized chunks and just think, I'm not telling my kid about being involved sexually with her partner at three. I'm just explaining to her, like, this is my foot. This is what my genitalia yes, is. Yes, yes, got you. That makes so much sense. Sam, I'm interested in your opinion about the role of parents versus the role of other sort of 
sectors that your kids interact with like schools and friendship circles because I know as a kid I I wouldn't want to have that kind of conversation with my folks it changes the dynamic of our relationship I was going to talk to friends and you know especially because in, in when you talk about exploring sexuality and, and you know being gay in this society or whatever you kind of want to have conversations with, with friends who are less risky than your family who could judge you or have a different view on it is it is it how do you decide on whether this is something that should be within the family circle or should be something that's you know, left to friendships and perhaps schooling environments? Honestly, I don't think you can. I mean, we're all, you know, a lot of us are homeschooling. I'm not, but every every week, every day I drop my child off at um, his crash and I have no idea what he's exposed to other than what the teachers tell me. But what is he chatting about amongst his friends? I don't know. Uh, there's no way we can't control all aspects of our children's exposure to the world i do think though sam if i can add to what you're saying i i also think yes we have no control over that but i do think um as naive as this might sound that if if i remember as a teenager why i felt awkward discussing certain things with my parents um and it was because i could sense a bit of awkwardness and I could also sense that what my friends are talking about wasn't 100% everything my parents were telling me. Mm. So I think there's a disconnect there in the sense that, okay, they're not giving me the whole story here. I can understand why it's an awkward subject, but maybe I'd feel more comfortable to ask a friend because that's a little bit more relatable. I think if the discussions come from the parents, and that's certainly what I'm aiming for, and I'm, I'm hoping that I'll achieve this, is that if I can be honest and open and relatable to a degree with my child, um, and if they say, if they seem awkward, say, look, I know it's awkward. This is weird for me too, but this is the reality. It's completely natural. If we can try as best, uh, our best to eliminate the awkwardness um, and just keep it real as best as possible, maybe our, our, our teenagers might find us more relatable and honest. Yeah, 100% what I was going to say, they, uh, look, you, it, we, we can hope that our kids will, will find us relatable and will be willing to talk to us. Um, and my hope is that in that and in what we chat about openly at home, they'll be able to go out into the world, into whatever they're exposed to and also discern for themselves. Yeah, got it. And I think that discernment is super important um, because we have no control in that, in that arena. Cool. I think an interesting thing for me is you mentioned naming body parts effectively and giving things names. I don't even know what they are and what the new PC terms for everything is. <laughs> if you want to get more resources, one last piece of advice for parents on where to go to find this information you should be sharing with kids? Oh, sure. <laughs> it's the first question. Resources. Our, our government is rolling out a comprehensive sexuality education. Um, off the top of my head, there is so much, but we, we are constantly talking about it on uh, the Great Equalizers uh, Instagram page. I will be writing about comprehensive sexuality education for um, Parent24 and articles coming out soon. And, um, you know, I don't want to be irresponsible and give just just one area. Yeah, no, got you. That's fine. I think what, what we can do is let's send people to the Instagram page. If they have questions, they can just DM you guys. It could be part of the conversation. Join the conversations that you two are having about parenting in general. And I'm sure that'll be a very good start. So, Sam, Charlene, I appreciate your time today. Thanks for having this conversation in open and doing the awkward stuff that we don't want to do. And we appreciate you pioneering the space for us, okay? 
Thanks so awesome. much. Thanks for having us, guys. It's a huge pleasure. Sam and Charlene are the two collaborators on the Great Equalizer podcast. That is literally the name of the Instagram page as well. You can go give them a follow. The Great Equalizer podcast. And they have all the information that you need to know there. Appreciate their time. Such an interesting chat. I'm scared to be a parent. Yo. Yeah, it is a roller coaster ride, let me tell you. And you learn every day. And this is really cool. I think as a man, it's difficult to have conversations with other men about it. So, yeah, yeah definitely something I'll check out. Let's start with our partners and our friends using the real terminology. And then we can practice <laughs> on the kids there afterwards. It's all you need.